The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy, Young, recording this on a Wednesday afternoon, so I'm going to feel rushed to put it out in time for it to be released on Thursday morning, aka Young just in a fiver order and haven't had time to take a drink of water in between, so I'm going to get a little bit hoarse during this episode, aka what a fucking mental week it's been, so I've got a lot to get through this week, aka... Mr. Been busy all week, so I haven't had a chance to record until now, and even now I'm busy and still feel a bit rushed, even though it's going to be in a fucking mental week. I've got a lot of talk about this week, as I've just said. A.K.A. Your sister's favourite podcast host. A.K.A. Pause this podcast and buy a ticket for my headline gig next month, 17th of April, at Little Buildings with Reality in Yorkshire Geordies. A.K.A. Your fucking boy, Jack Fox. And it's time for another episode of Snoop Dogg's favourite podcast, Tired and Inspired. How's it going? How fucking nuts has this week been? Let's be fucking honest with each other here. I mean, straight away, it's on everybody's lips, what everybody's talking about. Chris Rock and Will Smith. Mental. Also, we lost Taylor Hawkins. Rest in peace. For those that maybe don't know who listen to this, maybe some of our comedy friends or hip-hop friends listen to this, Taylor Hawkins was the drummer from the band The Foo Fighters. And at 50 years old, he passed away. Three kids and a wife. How very sad. Uh, I've seen a, a lot of hot takes about uh, Taylor Hawkins' death. Um, obviously, people jumped on the whole vaccine thing. He had the vaccine. So, he, well, you know, he had the vaccine like two years ago. And he's also like, you know, has history with drugs. So, maybe he's just don't. Maybe he's just, even if, even, even if it was the vaccine. It had something to do with the vaccine. A guy died at 50 who was very influential to millions of people. And he has a family. So, just fucking leave your agenda out of it, eh? What a fucking drummer, man. Uh, you know, I play drums, and honestly, he's one of my heroes. He's up there with, like, Chad Smith, John Bonham, uh, Dom Howard, Taylor Hawkins, great drummer. I mean, to be the drummer in the Foo Fighters when Dave Grohl's the front man and to be competent enough and not scared, just incredible. And he seemed like a nice dude as well. Big shame. Um I saw lots of, lots of, like I say, lots of people having hot takes on it and bad takes on it. I know Instagram isn't a real place. Instagram's a playground for children. Um, but I saw, I'm not even going to say a friend of mine. I saw somebody that I follow that, uh, let's say I have history with. Um, and she posted on her story the, uh, you know, she reposted what the Foo Fighters post said, you know, would heartbroken about Taylor. Understandable, fine. And she reposted that post and then as a little caption she wrote over it, 
Um, it's a sad day. It's a sad day and a little broken heart emoji. And I couldn't agree more with her. It's a very, very sad day. A man's lost his life at the peak. He should be, you know, he's 50 years old. He's he's probably, he's lived his wild, crazy life. And now he's just having fun, making bucket loads of money, making memories, making music, playing sold out arenas, living his dream. Kids, wife, uh, extremely sad moment for a guy to pass away at that age. And then the next slide, the very next slide. So there was arguably, let's say, let's give her the benefit of the doubt, there was an hour between her reposting the Foo Fighters post, saying it's a very sad day today. And then the next slide was a plate of food. And she had written over it, another day of deliciousness. Explain yourself. Which is it? Is it a day of sadness? Or is it a day of deliciousness? Are we sad? Or are we delicious? I need to know... Come on, lady. Tell me. Is today a very sad day? Or is it just another day of deliciousness? Can we be both? Can we be sad and delicious? That's uh, Sad and Delicious is the name of my new duo. Starting up with me and Hive Mind guitarist Steve Kane. I'm going to be delicious. He's going to be sad. <laughs> How can we be sad? And how can we be delicious? I'm going to need answers. I'm going to need them pronto. How is it possible to be sad and simultaneously how is it possible to also be delicious? Gonna need answers. Your day's just been a roll. I'm dying to say a name. I'm not gonna say a name. Your day's just been a roller coaster, hasn't it? Hasn't it? Eh? You fucking imbecile! Just another day of deliciousness. Another day of sad deliciousness. Oh, no, my house has been broken into, but at least I've got pizza. What a day of sad deliciousness. I think maybe he's... I think, actually, you know what it is? I've completely flip-flopped just by describing the thought process and idea of being sad and delicious. I think I think if you're ever sad in life, now, from now on, we're going to put this into place, right? Me and you's. Me and you, this is what we're going to do from now on. If you listen to this, this is what we're going to do. This is the new regime. Whenever you're sad, you have to balance that out. Balance out the sadness with something delicious. All right? Uh, Did you fail your driving test? That's a shame. Uber Eats. Did you recently get stabbed? That's a shame. Book a table at your favorite restaurant. Did you miss the metro? Ah, oh, shit. There's a Greg's at the interchange. 
family member die? Oh, shit. Ice cream. That's what we're doing, all right? Whenever you had a bad day, whenever your shit's sad, whenever it's going south, balance it out with deliciousness. I've completely flip-flopped. Initially, I thought she was a fucking dumb bitch. Now I'm like, this bitch is a genius. She's figured it out. Whenever it's just another sad day, that's another opportunity for some deliciousness. She's onto something. So that's what we're doing from now on. Whenever you're having a sad day, you reach for that packet of eclairs. You you order the Subway sandwich with three extra cookies. You motherfucker, you. Which is it? We don't have to be one or the other anymore. We're going to be both. We're going to be crying into our stuffed crust pizza. We'll be crying into our Chinese spare ribs. We'll be crying into our McPlant burger. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Your boy's dying. See, I'm sad. I'm dying. Time to reach for the Greggs. (laughs) Um... All right. Uh, last week when I did this, I, I ran over in the first half. So to balance it out, it's all about balance. We're going to be sad. We're going to be overrun in the last week, and we're going to be underrun this week. So I'm going to cut this one here now, because last week I was sad because I overran, and now I'm going to be delicious because I underrun and I get in and out quicker. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> but now it's time for a quick word. Sponsors. Well, no funny sponsors this week. I'm not fucking about. Today's episode of Tired and Inspired is brought to you by the hundreds of upcoming gigs that I have. You listen to this on Thursday, tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday. I'm at the stand in Newcastle. And then Sunday, my band Hive Mind are playing at the Head of Steam in Newcastle, supporting False Heads. All ticket links can be found in the bio in my Instagram, the Jack Fox Instagram. I'll also put them in the Tired and Inspired Instagram bio as well. Also, don't forget, you guys listen to me talk shit every single week. And I'm really putting on a show the 17th of April at Little Buildings in Newcastle. I am putting on a fucking show with my friends Reality and Yorkshire Jodies. Again, ticket links are in the bio. Do come along. Thank you very much. As well as the headline, head, uh, as well as the headline show on the seventeenth, I'm also releasing a single on the fifteenth, and I'm also on the fifteenth, also supporting band False Heads at the Clooney Two from Newcastle. But I'll tell you again, I'll tell you again, I'll tell you again. On Good Friday the fifteenth, I'm also releasing my new single. It's called Eat My Shorts. It's pretty good. It's fairly good rap song. Eat my shorts. Eat my shorts. Eat my shorts. I'm saying it a lot of times. So you also get the message. And it's good. It's on Good Friday. Then you can find it. Very, very good. Good Friday. If you can go pre-save it now, it'll be reading a lot to me. Most recently with the B-side show at the Game of Thrones City EJDS. And I'll tell you again. 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 Good Friday. Eat my shorts as well as the B-side show at the Game. And I'm also supporting Lizzie Hamilton. The Clooney 2 and we're back. I've got a lot of shit going on in the next month or so. Supporting Lazy Habits at the Clooney 2 on Good Friday, same day as Eat My Shorts and Charge The Game comes out. I'm going to do a video for that as well. Look, it's all happening. Just you guys listen to this shit every week, so you obviously, for some reason, find me entertaining. I don't know, maybe you listen to it and you're secretly a hater and you listen to how shit this podcast actually is. But if you if you if you do like my shit, then you know, check it out, whatever, whatever. And just just come to the live show, man. Just come to the the headline show, that'd be cool. Um 
well then, I guess we should fucking talk about it. Because every other podcast in the world will be talking about it. So why not me? Chris Rock. Will Smith. I will start by saying I'm on Chris Rock's side. You can't you can't put a comedian in front of a room of people and expect them not to in a room full of these peers. That's actually that's a good point. I, I never even contemplated that. These guys all know each other. There's pictures of them there's pictures circulating on the internet with them the three of the guys, J.J. Pinkett Smith, Will Smith, and Chris Rock, they all know each other, they've worked together before, they've been on movies and stuff like that. You can't put a comedian on live TV in a room full of his peers who are all rich and famous. It's like the Ricky Gervais thing. Ricky Gervais holds the Golden Globes or whatever, he just rips the entire fucking room. And whatever, he's made a bad comment about uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. They're all friends. Like, it's fine, it's not very nice, but come on, man. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's like the worst case of violence ever that Will Smith slapped him. It's not. But it's just, you know, be professional, man. You're fucking Will Smith. You know what I mean? It's not like some shithole comedy club where a heckler's trying to get it. You're fucking Will Smith at the Oscars. Come on, man. Everybody has a hot take, and I don't really. It's just absolutely fucking mental that it happened, but it's so 2022 and of this era. Um, I did a little form. Re- <laughs> if you saw my Instagram or, or uh, Twitter, I, re- I, I wrote like four bars trying to um, um, <laughs> promote my shows this weekend, which were, uh, let's have a think if I can remember them. Um, without me, your weekend... It'll be a massive waste. Whether it's drums or jokes, I'm sick. That's what I just have to say. If you don't like my shit, like Chris Rock, you can catch a fade because I'm same as Will Smith serving up slaps on stage. Uh, I think that's good, but just I really thought it was the one, but it just didn't hit. It didn't hit, pardon the pun. Um, but fucking... Twitter, man. I mean, the good side of Twitter is that the memes have just been ballistic. Excellent work, troops. Great work, guys. Shout out. But some of the fucking hot takes, like I've I've come. To, I used to really like Twitter. I used to be. I used to really like. I used to use it all the time. I'd fucking live tweet my life. Fine. But why does everybody on Twitter, everybody that has a Twitter account, wants the world to be perfect, only according to them? That's all that Twitter is. Which is why I decided to take the Times and uh, the uh, Time Inspired Twitter. I've just fucked it off because I can't be fucking honest with it. That's all Twitter is. Twitter is everybody on there wanting the world to be exactly how they want it. And if it's not, then you're wrong. You're a Nazi. You're a racist. You're a lefty liberal cuck. And you should lose your job and you should die. Like I've seen people. Say, like, I saw a comedian tweet that people shouldn't get involved in the Chris Rock Will Smith thing if they aren't black. This has got absolutely... There's a time and a place where white people should be saying, this isn't my place to talk about and have this discussion, unless it's unless it's me listening 
to the black community or whatever, fine. There's a time and a place. Now is not that time and a place. Now you're demining, 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 Des Moines, Des Moines, New Jersey. I don't even know that's a place. Now you're undermining the actual hardships. It it, it works backwards, but that's how fucking liberal cocky the th- shit's got. I did see it. Um, oh, I saw a tweet. Oh, what was that noise? Ah, a tweet by a. F- Fashion journalist. I'll repeat it. I saw a tweet by a fashion journalist that said, as a society, we've had enough of comedians. Left a pause for laughter. A fashion journalist. A fashion journalist. That says society has had enough of comedians. Now, if that isn't an argument for people just wanting Twitter to be their world and to be perfect and nothing else then I don't know what is. I'm biased. I'm a comedian. I'm certainly not a fashionista, and I'm certainly not in a position to journal on anything fashion-related. And no, we don't need comedians, like we need nurses, like we need teachers, like we need cold Pepsi Max in the fridge, otherwise we'll die, which is, you know, mean give me life we certainly don't need if we don't need comedians we don't need fashion journalists we really i mean we don't need anything apart from food and water or we'll die but that's neither here nor there and pets twitching in the sleep which by the way send me more pets or is these i need you to send me more videos of your pets twitching in the sleep right Fucking a fashion journalist tweeting that society doesn't need comedians. And the worst thing about it is, the worst thing about it is, I, I can't remember how many Twitter followers, she didn't have a massive following, a couple of thousand, I think. Maybe he's in the tens of thousands. When that went viral and obviously backfired, she backpedals. And says, oh, you guys obviously don't get the joke. So what you're saying is, it's a joke. So what you're saying is, as a society, we really need comedians? You, the fashion journalist, really believe we really need comedians in society? Or have you been caught out and now you're backpedaling? I think it's the second one. Sometimes... Things just happen, and it's fucking nuts, and we all go, what? Can you, but, what? And then we just carry on. Not everything needs a talking point. Not everybody's always, it's not always, he was right, he was wrong, she was right, she was wrong. Sometimes things just happen. People overreact. You can tell Will Smith regretted it from the moment that he, you can say something to him, you can, I don't find that funny, whatever, whatever, but the actual 
getting up on stage and fucking hitting somebody is a bit mad, in my opinion. That's my hot take as a white comedian from South Shields, in case you were wondering. I've got no hilarious hot takes. I've got no... Andrew Schultz... Look, look, if you like comedy, if you like comedy, uh, the Andrew Schultz on Instagram... And he did, he has a podcast, it's a very famous podcast in New York, he's a New York comedian, and he did like a three minute bit to camera at the start of his last podcast, I believe, and it just, it was very good. So if you want to see some comment, it's not even a hot take, it's just jokes, just silly fucking stupid jokes, if you want to go see some comedy on it, I would push you that way. Uh, Oh god, that sneeze really took the fucking... See, I couldn't take a slap from Will Smith. I did his three sneezes and it's knocked the fucking wind out of his heels. Uh, Christ, what a fucking mad week, man. I had all this stuff to talk about. I'll tell you this very short story and then I'll head off. Um, things are up and running in the, in the hive. Oh, I need to blow my nose here. Oh, my God. Things are uh, up and running in the hive mind world to a certain degree. We're still finding our feet, but we're getting there. We've got some new songs and we've got some gigs coming up. It's all very exciting. And uh, I wrote this down. Um, I wrote this down. The first gig we played, which was at the start of March. So that's how long ago it was. I haven't got around to talking about it yet. Uh, and it was at uh, the Any Volume Music Bar in Stockton. And uh, we were the first. There was a couple of uh, acoustic acts that we were the first band on before the next bands played. So uh, it was what happens at a gig to save time if there's a lot of acts on. It was like an all day festival for International Women's Day. So if there's a lot of acts on, what will sometimes happen is if, if it's just an acoustic act beforehand, the band will set up. So we were setting up while the acoustic acts... Uh, so our stuff was like basically on stage. So as soon as all the acoustic acts finish, we just walk on stage and all our stuff set up. It saves time, it saves messing around. We get a sound check early and so stuff, fine. So I'm setting up the drums, doing my thing, dead easy, routine. Every, anybody that's played a gig before knows how this goes. Setting up the drums. And one of the acoustic acts came over to me as I was setting up the drums and she she was obviously an acoustic actor so she was on before Hivemind were and she said to me she first of all she said to me are you a drummer and I said yes I'm a drummer I didn't say what band I was in I just said I'm a drummer then she said are you my drummer and I said I, no I don't think so and she went no but I'm playing so are you my drummer tonight and I was like looking, there's nobody else hearing this conversation, but I was like looking for some, I was like so confused. And then as a joke, I said, yep. And she said, oh great, I've always wanted a drummer, can't wait to play. And I was still looking around, I was like, it didn't sound like she was joking. It was the first time I'd spoke to her. We later, you know, spoke more, made friends. But I was like, is this, does this lady think that it's just going to be her playing acoustic guitar with her original songs and me playing drums behind her and I know all of her songs and the prompts and when it goes from a verse to a chorus to a bridge to a solo to a... Like, does... What the fuck's happening right now? Am I... Am I... Am I in another band? Like, am I getting a cut of the fee she's getting? What the fuck? 
and then just the night kind of went on. And she didn't, fortunately, before she went on, she didn't come over to me and say, like, well, do you want to get going then? I just kind of hid in the green room for a bit. And I was like, if this woman talks to me, I'm going to fucking run because she seems fucking mental. But I don't think she was joking. I think she really wanted me to play drums for her without me knowing any of her songs. Now, the really bad thing is now I can't even remember her name. But she was pretty good. Uh, and to be honest, glad I didn't play drums for her because it would have ruined the vibe. Because she also played violin at one point. She was shredding on the violin. Uh, but yeah, man, don't do that. Don't confuse drummers because we only have one brain cell and it's too much for us to, to take on board. So just keep it nice and light and simple if you ever do see us. But it was, you know, are you my drummer? And I was like, um, yep. And then I just wasn't a drummer. I was just a hive mind drummer. There you go. It was worth the wait, wasn't it? <laughs> All right, look, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. If you're ever sad, balance out with deliciousness. Don't slap people for shit jokes. Stay off Twitter. Don't ask drummers if they're your drummer, because it'll confuse us. And finally, come see me at the stand this weekend, uh, Friday and Saturday, or Sunday with Hive Mind at Head of Steam, or the 15th of April, uh, supporting Lazy Habits at the Clooney 2, while you're heading down to the Clooney 2 to come see me stream my song, eat my shorts, and charge it to the game. And then two days after that, at Little Buildings, which is just next to the Clooney, <coughs> my own headline show. Please, if you're available, buy tickets to the headline show. I'm not just going to stand on stage and play some songs. I'm putting on a fuck. I'm giving away Easter eggs. I might do like a little stupid fucking quiz. I'm going to do a bit of stand-up. I'm going to roast the audience. I'm going to give stuff away. I'm putting on a full... It's like a festival, a Fox festival. But it's just going to be me and some friends on stage. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. I'm going to do a cover. I've got a projector screen with visuals. It's a whole thing. Nobody does it like me, is what I'm saying. And fuck's sake, tickets are £4. Little buildings prices are usually seven. I'm making no money on this. Tickets are four English pounds. You decide. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you know somebody that has opinions on the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing, just tell them, look, stay off Twitter. If they're getting too riled up about it, if they're getting sad about it, just say, look, stay delicious. All right. Uh, have a good, have a good weekend. If you want to come see some comedy, Friday, Saturday at the stand. All right. Love to you guys. Send me videos of your catch-ups in the stable. Okay, bye. I love you. Bye. That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Don't know if you heard, but I'm doing a headline show on the 17th of April at Little Buildings in Newcastle. Tickets are £4. You should buy one right now. Thanks. <laughs>